Hello. Hello. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, a podcast where we discuss the hermeneutics of sci-fi. <laughs> hermeneutics? What does that mean? Hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the methodology of interpretation. It's normally biblical, but it can also mean liter- literature and philosophical texts. Mm. So we are studying the hermeneutics of sci-fi. Boom. Mm. Not hermetics? Yeah, it's probably it. Hermetics. <laughs> 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 Have I taught you a new word? Yeah. <gasps> I taught you something that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? I'm alright. Long time no see. I know, it's been like two weeks. Jeez. Well, I've seen you every day. I know, like literally <laughs> every day. But they don't know that. They don't know. Yeah. Where have we been? Oh, where haven't we been? <laughs> Lots of places we haven't been. Last week we went to the one place on Earth that has no internet. That was interesting. Yeah. Where was that? Oh, we, were the, we went for a wine tour in... Um, oh, God, yes. In the, they call it the hinterland, the hinterland yes. of Australia. Yes, in Stanthorpe. No no internet, but lots of wine, so that was good. Yeah, who needs internet when you've got wine? As long <laughs> as you've got lots of one or the other, you're fine, I feel. <laughs> we did a very loud version of this podcast with our friends, just didn't record it. No, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as a conversation. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're back, we're back and... Are you ready? Oh, I don't feel like I'm ever ready to these. <laughs> Your mind is going to be slightly blown. Yeah. It's going to be glanced. There's going to be, be gl- a glancing <laughs> blow. It's going to be a flicker of a flame of a blow. Okay, that's good. I'll take it. Well, so what are you drinking? Uh, Mountain Dew. What? <laughs> Mountain Dew. And? And whiskey. Is there whiskey in it, really? No. No. <laughs> no. It's just, I don't, I, I don't have any alcohol. I'm not peer pressing you. It is, like, what, three o'clock on a Sunday? Yeah, it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm not sure if I should be drinking, but now I can smell your your beverage. Oh, I'm drinking some beautiful wine. Which, after the wine tour, I thought all cheap wine would now taste like swill. But, obviously, my palate is shit. But you, no, but that's a good thing. You, you don't... It'd be the worst if, like, as you drank more wine and had good stuff you you dislike the old stuff it's kind of like food I always think you know it doesn't matter how good food I have I still love a McDonald's you can't go wrong you know imagine though if you ate something and then you didn't like McDonald's anymore that's not even a world I mean that's a dystopia you know, about dystopias. <laughs> well that's weeks that's what the thing is this week oh no I can't it's too close to the too close to home that one okay we we have quite a big backtrack oh okay and I, th- I think that some people may even have found the podcast because of the things we said on the last podcast. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. We may have insulted, com- for comedy, not because we dis- actually dislike the-, the person, but we may have made some jokes about a person who had a sentient chair and that person may have passed away a few days later. <laughs> I think we killed Stephen Hawking. I think we killed Stephen Hawkins. I think that yeah. our jokes were picked up by the chair. It knew. It, it was like, they're to us. Yeah. <laughs> we need to draw a line under this. Because if they've picked it up on, on the... Those two dystopia, idiots. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else must be on to us. I oh, know, but I was really sad and I did feel bad and I got a few messages and everyone was found 
understood that we were joking. It's like, but I did feel bad. I feel like partially I was to blame somehow. I, I feel like you were partially to blame as well. <laughs> I mean, you know I shouldn't be allowed to talk about things. You know this. Well, just a warning to everyone. Be careful or we will talk about you on yeah. this podcast. And, you know, four days later, bam. Yeah. The AI will get you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it works. You know, I, I read an article about about Colonel Gaddafi about three months and then before the war and bang now he's dead. <laughs> so you know, read into that what you will. Yeah, I listened to a Michael Jackson song once and then guess what? He died one day. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's the power we have. <laughs> Mocking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Half the course, really. We've learned nothing in that. No, no, that's right. I, I, I do pride ourselves on that. That no matter how many of these we do, how many times we have to backtrack, we never learn anything. I think that's good. Think no that's lessons so. are ever learned. Yeah, that's a, a quality people lack these days. Yeah, stupidity. Well, <laughs> I think that's fine. I think not learning from your errors is is something which you should true Darwinism yes yes we're celebrating Darwin by not learning anything <laughs> and just striving onwards into oblivion okay I have a mini question for you go on I'll read my notes it's okay I see Sorry. you I see spying on I my notes I cannot help but cheat if I see somebody <laughs> written something down it's like you transport you back to school I have to look over your shoulder okay so this week's question I came up with this a few weeks ago when we were going to do a podcast because it was British Mother's Day and only British Mother's Day it is actually I think it, Britain only, is the only one that has that Mother's Day because yeah. America South Africa um, Australia they all and New Zealand they all have the same one and yeah. we have a different one I don't know why I just like the fact you called it British Mother's Day it just sounds like it's not oh it's Mother's Day in the UK it was British Mother's Day it's only British Mothers and if your mother British is a British it's not a date for I her. like that yeah. <laughs> um, so I was going to say to you what are the best sci-fi mums ooh the yeah. best sci-fi mums. Now, I had some time to think about this. Okay. So I've come up with some good ones, I think. Go on. But do you want to go first? See what you can come up with? I'm trying to desperately just think of a sci-fi mum. So you've got Spock's mum. What? What? That was such a weird jump to. <laughs> so many people are in things as the main character as a mother. Really? And you went to a character I've never seen. Who is Spock's mum? Well she's the played, human. She's played by Mo Winona Ryder, isn't she, in the new in the new ones. I'm yeah. a shady writer. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean can you think of well go on then. Okay, well first, Mrs. Incredible. Okay. Elastigirl, she's great. Yeah, that's good. Um Jane Jetson. Yes. Although arguably a robot does do most of the work. Yeah, in that house. yeah. There's there's definitely a. Um, she lives a life of luxury, really, doesn't she? In leisure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay a, a big one on you. Oh, go on. I think maybe the winner. Sarah Connor. Oh yes, of course. I thought you'd come up with that one, Sarah Connor. I can't believe I didn't come up with that one either. Yeah. She said she has to win, right? Sarah Connor has to win, and uh, although isn't. Am I right in thinking that Sigourney Weaver in Aliens doesn't Ripley have kids? I've actually written Ripley down. So Newt, because she, I reckon she adopts Newt, doesn't she, by the end of the film? I thought she already had kids back on Earth, though. Anyway. Oh well, then she's a terrible mother. Yeah. She's gone away and left them. <laughs> Maybe I can't remember. I'm sure because when she wakes up, they're like everyone because she's obviously she's frozen, isn't she? In, in Aliens, 
she's been woken up hundreds of years later mm. and I is don't they tell her like oh your kids and your husband and everything back on earth are dead god it's been that long since I saw the movie though even though I love it you're not selling her as a great role model right now well no you're just saying like the best sci-fi mums I mean jeez Ripley's is amazing she's one of the best sci-fi characters ever but she gets to be best mum because of Newt the way she looks after Newt yeah that's all I can judge her on so you can only judge her on how she treats some like homeless kid she finds on a spaceship yeah, and a cat and a cat she treats the cat well. she does treat the cat well no I have to judge her on what I see okay I'm not gonna be like well she's a really good mum she kills the aliens what I know, I know I'm agreeing I'm agreeing oh, but I'm okay, saying if we're judging I'm it on Newt Ripley, no? if I'm judging it on the kid she left back on earth and abandoned not great. well she didn't abandon them she was she was doing a job trying to earn money to support her family whom she loves where where <laughs> <laughs> doing a bit she was just trying to do a bit how could she have foreseen that they would come across aliens that would impregnate themselves and then burst out your chest she couldn't have possibly foreseen you know that's oh. that's not one of the risks they wrote on her job when they when she took it i'm sure like oh you know you might you might have to be away from home you might have to do overtime you might have an alien burst out of your <laughs> chest i don't think they put that do we count the alien as a good mother Interesting. She gives birth to all those. The queen. Yeah, the queen. She has all those little alien eggs. She looks after them aggressively. Some yeah. may say. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. What about Queen Amidala? Now, yes, that she is a good. She does never get to meet her children because she dies of a broken heart. Yeah. But she does yeah. get her kids away from the psychopath that is their father. So. And she, yeah, she gives birth to Luke Skywalker, who. Is the hero and Leia, who are the <laughs> heroes of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, but she doesn't really have a hand in that, in their upbringing. No. So uh, so what you're saying is, because, uh, okay, I misunderstand I'm not just saying, here. let's say mothers of sci-fi. I thought you were saying, like, who's who is the, the best, best character who is a mother in the sci-fi? No, but you're who's saying, the who's the best mother <laughs> who happens to be in a sci-fi yeah. film? Right, okay. That's weird, but okay. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit of both. It's a bit, so surely they go hand in hand. Not necessarily. You're a good character, and your character is a mum. Good character. Yeah, true. But well, you know, someone could, you could be a really, really good mum because you brought someone up really well, or you could be a good character as a mum because you know you save the world or something. But that's mm. not necessarily the same thing. Oh, I'm talking about the kids. Someone think of the children. Because like Sarah Connor's not a good mum. Yes, she is. She saves him. She goes out of her way. See, not... like, now, see, now we've just switched places. Switched places. No, 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 she saying... saves her son. She goes to a mental institution because she refuses to stop believing that someone's trying to hurt her son. Yeah, but we. <laughs> yeah, this is this is bonkers. I just said <laughs> we have the character and they're a good mum because they save the world. And you're like, no, no, they have to be a good mother. No, 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 and then she's, the she world. abandons her kid and he has to be adopted by other families because she goes bonkers. She doesn't abandon him. She's telling them, you need to look after my son because Arnie's coming. And they're like, you're crazy. And that's so she's being a good mum because she refuses to give up the fact that she needs to care after It doesn't work, obviously. Back no, it but works terribly. She gets put in a mental institution. <laughs> And her son is brought up by, well, they're, they're quite a good foster family, to be fair, and they don't get what they deserve. But, like, you know, she, as far as she knows, the world's going to end. The only person who can protect, protect her son is her, and she still gets herself thrown in a mental institution. So, like, that's not good mothering. That's but society's at the same time, fault. Well, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, she gives birth to John Connor, who saves the saves the world, saves all of humanity. So, so why, she, that makes her a good mother. Yeah, she, that's why I think she's good, because she covers both bases. Right, okay. But Mrs. Incredible is pretty great. 
Yeah, she's cool. She's a superhero. She looks after three kids who, let's face it, are brats. They are. They're horrible kids. They are <laughs> no, horrible no, kids. No, no, they're not horrible kids, but they, they, they're hard work. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of them at all. Although it looks like in the new Incredibles and Incredibles 2, in that trailer, that Bob the dad is going to be a stay-at-home dad and she's going to go off and I'm so excited to see that. Oh, disgusts me. <laughs> it's your dream. It's your dream to be a stay-at-home dad. Do nothing yeah. but look after children. I don't want to look after children. I'll stay at home and look after puppies. Hire a nanny. Like, yeah. You'll be Jane Jetson. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be Jane Jetson. That is who I want to be. You ready? Yeah. Oh, do you have a creature feature? Um, I do have a creature feature. You, I know you quite well, and I feel like you just gave me the look of, I'm going to make some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the look? Okay, I don't have a creature feature. <laughs> Not one that is technically, you know, true. <laughs> okay, ooh, tell me your fake creature fact. Um, my my fake creature fact. Fake fur news. Yeah, fake fur news. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about that one, but okay. Um, the uh, the Australian wombat. As we are in Australia, this is very appropriate. Yeah. Oh, you're very happy. I I think this is the fact that my favorite fact in the world. Go yeah. Is is it the one that the wombat has cube shaped poop? <gasps> Wombat's poop cubes. <laughs> yeah, I love that fact. It's a great fact, isn't it? <laughs> Why don't you get off the plane? They're like, welcome to Australia. Over here is a didgeridoo. Over here, <laughs> wombat's pooping in cubes. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite, it is, it is incredible. Does yeah. that mean they have a cube butthole? I assume so. Yeah. So I, that's That's impressive. not even fake fur news. That's real news. That's, that's true. That's a real feature based on a creature. That's he just threw some poo at you and it was cubed. Yeah. M equals M C. Cubed. Poop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good effort. Okay. Good job. Yeah, I see. Um Okay, this week's New World Rule yeah. comes to us from Tom Jones. Not the okay. Jones. That's not unusual. Yeah. <laughs> you made that joke last time. I know. Every up. time, every time it won't. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how many times I do it, you know. It's just because he just reminds me of the green grass of home, so I can't. <laughs> I can't stop doing that joke. Well, uh, I we've mentioned him before. He, Tom Jones. He does run a, an amazing tw- Twitch, which I had to discover what Twitch was. Yeah. Didn't know what Twitch was. Where you go and watch people playing games. Yeah. And I can't play games, so that does appeal to me to go and watch and see what the hell they're doing. Watch other people do. But people do art and stuff on there too. But anyway, he's got a Twitch channel called right. Cereal, spelt like the food cereal, arsonist. And you should go on there and watch him and my sister play beautiful computer games. Yeah. What games do they play? Oh, Lee. All the games. All the games? All of the games. Yeah. Do, do they shoot things in those games or do they build things There's... in those games? There's um there's pixels in those games. Loads of pixels. Yeah. Different colors or. Oh, all the colors. All the colors. All of the RGB. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. White colors. <laughs> <laughs> all of the LGBTQ <laughs> colors. What is it? All what is it? R. RGB, red, green, blue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I do know a few games they've played. They've played The Sims. They played League of Legends. Lol. Uh, they played some Lego games as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah, it's good. Do I don't. Else? I don't know what, how to do it. 
Yeah. But they do, and they do it well. So what? What is Thomas? Oh yeah. So now, us? now that I have completely uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> told people to go and listen to that. Okay. So Thomas, Tom, has said that we should go back to 2011, and we should look at the film in time, the classic film, Justin Timberlake, and we should use that as our new world rule this week. So in this world, time is a currency. Oh, okay. When you get to 25, your body is then turned onto a clock and you earn hours of your life mm. by working. You can get given them as gifts, you can her- inherit them, you can even find them if they're being stored on a, like a, basically a capsule. Because you can like pass them off to people who saw them and things. So how do you think a world would work if everyone knew exactly how long they had to live and they, they were controlled that? So this is a bit of a Logan's Run type world. But, but Logan's Run, there's no way you can improve that. No, you're stuck with that age. But why? Okay, so why do they kill you at 25? Why do they give you a death clock at 25? Just so that everybody has a default amount of time to get used to the world, I think. You can still die. You can still die from a car accident or something. Yeah, but what I mean is, what's the... Because in Logan's Run, I think they, I think the whole idea is that they don't, they can't have old people because the society can't sustain old people so i can't really remember but what's the reason in this movie why they want to kill people why not just let everyone live until they're old like everyone else you heard me say justin timberlake's in this film i mean yeah that's that was the first alarm (laughs) bell was when you were like let's go back to this classic sci-fi starring justin timberlake that was was ironic (laughs) it's got justin timberlake in it so it's not a great film it's not a great film but it is a very cool idea and i don't i can't really remember their reason i'm sure there's one they say in the film at some point well, this is quite important because it's why would you have this situation? So, what happens if you run out of time? Does someone just they, do they are you hunted or did do you have a bomb inside you that blows you up or what happens? I from what I did have a look on Wiki a few weeks ago, Wikipedia, and I think that what I gathered is either they they've stopped people's biology from aging at the age of twenty five, so you stop aging. And then it's only when you're earning time that they sustain your cells. Right. So what? So it's society has done it to stop overpopulation, I'm guessing. Right. So what happens when you run out of time? You die. How? You just, your heart stops and you die. So what's the mechanism for that? Is it a digital clock on your arm? Right. Instead. Okay. You've got no idea, have you? No. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're not using that exact film. We're just using the... But you, just, you see that that's a key aspect of this. Is well, like... let's discuss. Okay. That's what we're discussing. Okay. We're, we're not using the film exactly. We're using that as a base right. to decide the world ourselves. Okay, so um, it's just a world which is very similar to that. My first question, why? <laughs> why? Why is there people... Okay, there was once a guy. Yeah. Let's call him Clive. Right. Clive was dictator of this world, and he was yeah. like, "I don't like all of this aging. Right, okay. getting old sucks." No, I'm with Clive so far. He's got my vote at the minute. So, what I want to do is, I hate all of this money, money, who's rich, money thing. Right. So, what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna make your working life more valuable and meaningful, and you're actually gonna be working for time. So, I've got my top scientists, and they have stopped. They've sent out a disease into the world. Okay, it's a disease, right? Okay. That <laughs> genetically alters everyone's DNA so that at age 25 they stop aging. Yeah. And then 
There's nanobots in them. <laughs> Their body is flooded with nanobots. Yeah. And electronically, they're told to keep going as long as you've worked enough hours to keep them going in your bloodstream. Right. To keep you at age 25. For for as long as they can do it, they can do it forever. Like you can so live. why not let people just live forever? What's the reasoning behind? Oh no, we oh, can't let body, people live forever. Your body is still your body. It'll just deteriorate and die if if they don't do this. No, no, I know that. But why not just why? What is Clive's reasoning? Okay, why okay. is he like okay, well, you're twenty five year old, you're gonna live forever, and you're like oh great, I'm gonna live forever. I've got nanobots inside me, they'll make me live forever. And he's like no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna deliberately make those nanobots kill you. You're like, why, Clive? Why can't we all just be immortal okay. together? Okay, well, luckily, me and Clive also discussed this. Right, okay. So, let's say that Clive tried that. Right. Clive was like, everyone lives forever. And the rich were like, huzzah, I'm rich. I can live forever as a rich person. And the poor were like, this sucks. But now I'm going to live forever. And I'm going to get that wealth. Mm. So, because they live forever, they don't have to go to work anymore. They... There's no need to, because I'm going to live forever, so I can just do whatever hell I want. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing a flaw here. Oh, they still need food, though, don't they? And they still need clothes and, and you know, jam donuts and stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, so how about... How about I Wikipedia what the plot of the movie was, so then I, we know. I would love you to. Yeah? I love that you think... There's going to be more to it than what I've just said. <laughs> well, all I want There's to know... There's no Clive. You need to know that. I made up Clive. <laughs> <laughs> this is not... <laughs> I just really want to know... Wait, wait. Use my phone. What the reasoning behind all this is, because I'm struggling to wrap my... Ma- I can't why really... Why can't you just talk about the concept? <laughs> why in... Like, why do you need... Why do you need the... Like, if I just asked you to discuss... Aliens or something, you'd be like, why are we in space? Why do we build spacecrafts? Why are we on this journey to this foreign planet? Why do we need to do that? <laughs> no, but but, the, but if you were like, we went into space because Earth was dying, so now we're in space. I'd be like, okay, cool, that makes sense. But if you're like, okay, everybody has got hats on all times. So I'm like, why? And you're like, they just do. I'm like, I don't understand. Why have, just take the hat off? Like, no, no, the, you've got to wear the hat. I'm like, why? Why do I need to wear the but hat? But this is why it's not a classic. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. I'm just wondering if this In Time is yeah. a 2011 American dystopian sci-fi action thriller film. Jeez. Written and directed by Andrew Nicole. Who is the person you should be asking these questions okay. to, I'd like to say. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. This takes place in society where people stop aging at 25 and each has a clock on their arm that counts down how long they have to live. The film will be released on October 28th. That's all you get. That is all there is. That's, <laughs> that's the whole plot of the movie. There's a bit more. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's two two thousand one hundred sixty nine. People are genetically engineered to stop aging at, on their twenty fifth birthday. Yeah. All people then develop a green glowing digital clock on their forearm. When the clock reaches zero, the person times out and dies. Right. Time has become the currency. You can transfer it between people. That's this really. Damn. This. There's no right. Okay. I will persevere with this because it's an interesting idea. It just infuriates me that there's no reason. Well, okay. Well, this is what I'm saying to you then. Most of the time when we do this podcast, we take we take something and we go, what would happen? But okay, let's decide. This film mm. has not given us a backstory. Yeah. So what is the backstory? Why do you think a society in the future would get to a point where they genetically engineered humans so that they died unless they worked? Right. Okay. So... Yes, well, it must be. This film. It must be. Um, it must be an overpopulation thing, right? 
Yes. You see, so if everybody can be genetically engineered to stop aging at 25, mm-hmm. there's no reason why you would ever die because we only die because we age. Yeah. If we had no aging, we'd be immortal, right? Mm-hmm. So they must be like, well, we can't all be immortal. We need to thin mm. out our numbers somehow. That was what I was just about to say to you. Yeah. We gave it a go. Everyone was mortal for a while, and they were yeah. like, this isn't going to work. People are starving babies. There's too many of us. Yeah. So we need a way to thin out the numbers. Mm-hmm. How will we do that? Well, everyone gets... So, so you get, I don't know, another 50 years or whatever, and then you can either... Depending on how much work you do, and currency... So yeah, time becomes currency, so then, you know, you, you get more time depending on how useful you are to society, don't you, really? Yeah. Because if you're really useful, people will give you well, time. not necessarily... If you're rich, you don't have to be useful at all. You never have to work a day in your life if, if you're rich in time. If you're rich in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then, but the whole reason you're rich is because you are useful, isn't it? If someone's given you that money to begin with, as in someone's given you that time. Yeah, but if you're a child of a... Uh, of a rich person. Yeah. Then, then you, you just... You, you just get more live, time. Yeah, you're just going to live forever. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like strictly hierarchical. Yeah, and the rich people would always be the rich... Like, the the gap between poor and rich would become huge, wouldn't it? Um, Untouchable, because if all the poor are dying constantly... Yeah. ...and working for every hour to live, they're not going to be able to try and take over or do anything because they've got to keep working, otherwise they literally will die. Yeah. And then the rich just keep inheriting inherit their money and... So how much time is there? Like, is there a big vat of time no i think it's endless it's you can just keep earning it forever right okay so who gives you this time uh, it's not said in this film but i guess it would have to be a government like the it? government gives out time yeah and it would have to be surely a world government because mm. otherwise you could leave and die or leave and yeah so you'd have to have a, a world government for this to work yeah, because people would leave the country, wouldn't they? Because they're like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to die because I had a couple of days off sick and now I can't afford to pay my life rent. So now I'm going to die. And like in the film, from what I remember, I saw it a long time ago, his mother is a drug addict, I think. So he is divided. A drug addict? She drug, really likes drug addict. <laughs> okay. So she's dividing her time up. but He's dividing his work hours up between the two of them. Right. And when you go to prison... They don't send you to prison. They just take away your time. Just take time off you. Mm. So at one point they think he's murdered someone, so they just give him three hours left. Oh right. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's weird, isn't it? Because in a weird way, like obviously, money is time. Like you can live better when you're rich, but at the same time, when when your currency really is the moments you're going to live, it's going to mean a lot more when you're going for that pay rise. Yeah, like you're, like you're asking for more time to live. Give me more life for the work I do. Like, it's, it takes on a... So the world would be a lot more uh, dramatic. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it would... So you, you'd go into your boss and, like, or someone would say I was somebody's boss. They'd be asking me for more time to live. So, but why would you not give somebody more time to live? Why wouldn't you just be like, yep, yeah, okay, you can have more time. Yeah, you are right. There has to be a um, a limit, doesn't there? Because of it, because otherwise, yeah, you would just keep everyone. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of in, it's an interesting idea, but when you actually think about it, it's like how would this actually work? Because, yeah, why wouldn't everybody just give each other more? Like you just like okay, I'm going to give you a pay rise of a million years or something. Why not? 
if you just if it's unlimited time well, maybe it would be a system where it was bracketed you know like in the government how they pay people in the government yeah where if you were this level job you're only you're allowed to get paid this if you're this level then you get paid this and that would be a government run thing because yeah. government's giving out the time so it's not really a, your boss that decides it's just what bracket you're in and he can decide that bracket for you but yeah yeah i think you're right it'd be very interesting how they did this because it would be like it would be it'd have to be like a, a an all-powerful totalitarian government in order to because they'd have to they'd have to have the software which allows you to live longer they would have to have the time and be the ones that can give out time yeah. everything would have to go through them because otherwise you could just you know so, yeah people would just be you know like now banks can create money out of nothing right they can use with fractional reserve banking you can just sort of create money well you just create time wouldn't you for people and so it'd all have to be very very strictly monitored and regulated by the central government wouldn't it you would which think. is ironic because i feel like in this film that's not really done it's just about the rich and the, the poor that's all that happens it's just about the rich elite that inherit their time and have endless amounts of it to the point where i think at one point he steals a capsule of like ten thousand years and then just divides it among all the poor yeah well that's it's i imagine the movie is is just making a class war yeah which is shame because it? it's it could be so much more interesting to be more of like an orwellian yeah like how it would actually work and um so i was writing some stuff down because I, I was wondering which way this conversation would go and i was thinking that maybe you know do humans want to live forever Oh, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because in some ways, I think we do, and in other ways, probably not. But then how much of it, how much of our desire to not desire, that might be too strong a word, but how much of our belief that we that we don't want to live forever is just because we're born into a system where we know we can't live forever, yeah. so we, we rationalise it. It's like when people pretend they hate rich people. But like, yeah. I would never want to be that way. It's like, yes, you would. Yeah, it's like everyone wants to be rich. That's just the way it is. And it's, I think that we do, we've sort of, it's like that guy, isn't it? Aubrey de Grey, the, the scientist who's trying to um, basically cure aging and he wants to cure oh, death. Oh, singularity guy? No, that's a different guy. Um, this is a, an English fella. Um, and he's, um, he was like a Oxford or Cambridge, you know, top, top scientist. And he's like, aging is just a disease like anything else. Yeah. We can, rev and he's like, I want to find out exactly what causes aging. And obviously, you know, it's like free radicals in the body and oxygen and all these sort of different things that break down your DNA, which means your cells can't replicate as uh, accurately. And as they replicate, you know, over and over and over, they slowly degrade, which is why your organs slowly degrade and then you die. And he's like, well, if we could stop that process, if we could stop those free radicals from damaging the DNA, if we could stop all this sort of stuff, we would essentially never age. And not only would we never age, we would actually um, be youthful again because you're, if you could repair all your DNA, you would be at your peak. So you would be about 25 or 28. I think that's eight. the idea, is that you're at your peak at 25. That's why you stay there. Yeah. But this is the funny thing, is because it's so hard. I don't think you can ever, ever have a conversation about it realistically because people think of aging, you think like, oh, I wouldn't want to do that forever because you see a decline. But yeah, if there's no decline... But yeah. I did see a great comment, someone online. And it felt like they weren't just a person, it was the, their book. There's someone who'd written a book about it. And they were like, imagine a lazy, boring Sunday afternoon forever. 
What a shit way to talk about it forever. Yeah, That's well, not what it's gonna be though, isn't this it? This is this is what I mean. Like this Aubrey de Grey guy is like uh, I've seen documentaries with him and stuff, and his whole thing is that people, all he ever gets is pushback from people going like, "Oh, humans aren't meant to live forever." You're just a, you know, you're just afraid of death. You're not accepting yeah, the reality humans aren't of things. Meant to have heart transplants. Exactly, and that's his whole argument. He's like, well, humans are lot, lots of things we're not meant to do, but we do, and we don't. No one says like, oh, we shouldn't have operations. You're, you're meant to die at twenty three. You know, you're meant to have a, a cavity in your mouth and die from it, like we used to like back elephants. in the world. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> but but when he talks about death, people are all like, no, 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 it's supposed to be that way, and it's because we want to rationalize it and make it sort of. Um, we want to glorify it almost and and deify this whole experience because we because we can't do anything about it. I think though, like for me, like when I think about this, because I I talked to this about this briefly in work once with some people, and like I think the or, this distinction always is for me when I even think about this, I think everybody because I think of it as a science thing. So everyone I know would also have this. Whereas I think when most people consider this, they think of just themselves for some reason being able to live forever. Yes. And that is such a big distinction because for me, it would be a scientific thing that would make it happen. So everyone I love would still be there. So that changes everything. Yeah. That's, it's just you. That's it. I think people, when they're like, do you want to live forever? People go, no, because all my friends and family be dead. And what's the point? You're like, well, if you've got some sort of weird gypsy curse, then yes, <laughs> everyone around you would die. You know, that sort of thing. But like... But this is not that. This is a situation. Oh, you mean it's like one of those, like the devil comes, like in Rick and Morty, and he gives you. Well, yeah, you're like, you oh, I, I want to live forever, but, and everyone, but everyone else die. dies. Yeah, it's that sort of thing, and everyone's like, no, why would you want that? And you're like, no, you idiot. If we if we have immortality, it's probably because of a scientific yeah. breakthrough, not because you know you some hocus pocus magic. And also, let's say right, you you we get the science to live forever. If you then decide. I want it. You can. Yeah, at any moment. You can just shoot yourself in the face. You'll be that, you know. Well, yeah. Let's not do that. But. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might as well go out with a bang. Okay, I've got, some, I've got some philosopher know-how to back me up here on my position. Oh, go on. This isn't the philosopher. What is your position, though? The, the, the philosopher's backing up? That it's okay to live forever. Oh, okay. Okay. This isn't what he meant by this at all. Right. But Socrates says the unexamined life is not worth living. Surely, if you can live forever, you can examine every single part of it. Therefore, an examined life is definitely worth living forever. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm with you. I can sort of see where you're coming from there. We got a bit off track. In a world where you're using time as currency. Yes. So, so the it, so it sounds like this this movie was using money uh, using time for because they wanted to make the point of like oh look you know if money was time which it kind of is because you work for money and money you work over so many hours you get paid per hour blah blah blah. so money is time and time is money as they say they were like see look the rich people can just live forever whereas the poor have to work just so they can you know make it to the next day so it was it was just a sort of um what's the word an allegory almost an allegory an allegory <laughs> yeah okay so it was essentially uh, you, you know, know who hates allegories who Tolkien oh really yeah he's got a great quote that I can't remember about allegories and he's just basically saying that like a story should exist on its own if you write a story to exist to tell 
a point or make a point, it is never going to be a good story. An al- allegory. Allegory. <laughs> allegory should come naturally in a story. Yeah. And when people used to be like, is your is Lord of the Rings actually talking about this? this, this? Be like, no, <laughs> it's talking about some elves doing something that I kind of based on something else to get an idea. But no, I'm not trying to make any points. I'm just trying to say that this is how I think it would happen. And if you learn something from that, all good. Right, okay. That makes sense. Can you think of any films that are really good that are hardcore allegories? Um, no, not really, I suppose. Um, they're sort of... Yeah, you're right. It's got to be a good story first and foremost, hasn't it? Yeah, and then you find things yeah, in Yeah, you it. find messages within it. Like The Incredibles. The Incredibles is an amazing film and you need things in it to keep the story going, but I don't think they sat down and thought of the, the points they wanted to make first. No, no. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, no more allegories. <laughs> right? I'm looking at you. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It's. I, this movie sounds a little bit ham fisted, perhaps, in its sort of. Like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we're talking about it. Because <laughs> it's as ham fisted as us. Um, but it is still interesting, I suppose, this yeah. idea. Um, there's just so many loopholes in it, though, that it's hard for me to sort of think about it too much because it's you just think well, why you know why wouldn't everybody just if you could be immortal why and the government are like no we're just going to give out time why wouldn't everybody just storm the government and be like no we all want to live forever yeah do you know what I mean you'd have to be heavily policed yeah because that's like they and that's the difference that's why it's not the same as money because money is all about well okay if I give if I do something for you you give me money I you do something for me I give you money and we all do these little transactions and we accumulate money but this, like, the fact they're just giving out life to people, do you know what I mean? It's like, know, they're playing would, God, aren't they? Would, it's almost impossible to separate those two, though. Do you see what I mean? Uh, in what sense? Well, if you don't have money, yeah, it is, it is basically a death sentence if you have no money. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It, it is, but... But it's also not. Whereas yeah, 100% is. Yeah, that's the difference. Is like, well, it's... You, you, you if you run be... out of money, you can go and help me to a charity and they, you won't die. Like, they might help you, hopefully. Yeah. Help you. Whereas in this world, when your time runs out, you die on the spot. Like, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... And you could be the richest person. I mean, Steve Jobs, one of the richest men who ever lived. And what if he died, like, 50, whatever it is? Yeah. You know, it's just like, that's just the way... And then you could be... this homeless people have lived till they're 100. You know, because it's just like, that's just... It's the lottery of life, isn't it? Whereas in this world, it's there's no. Why would the, the... you have children into this world? Yeah, that's a strange world to to live in. Unless, unless you were so rich that you could then guarantee them time when they get to twenty five, you'd be like, "Well, I've got instantly. I've got another twenty five years for you. That's your birthday present when you're twenty five. If you can't do that, why would you ever bring a child into the world knowing that you? That they may die at twenty five, mm. but I suppose nobody knows how long their kids are going to live. So it's this is a this is a hard one because it's, yeah. But how would you have how would you have rich people in this world? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like because it's again in our current world it makes sense. You don't need a government, for example. In our current world, the government could disappear, but money and stuff like that would still exist because it's something which would naturally spontaneously. It, it, whether it was gold or whether it was food or there'd be some sort of currency 
so people could still do trading because people are always going to trade skills and goods. Yeah. Whereas in this world, if there's no central government, everything, everything falls apart because it doesn't make any sense. Well, they, they, like we just said, they'd have to be a big government. So maybe the rich people in this world would be the people that came up with the technology. So like people... So they just give themselves loads of life. Yeah, the people that invented time, basically. Arm time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a good thing. All they've invented is buy, you know, nanobots that kill you or something. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying in this world that would be... That's a good thing. That's the height of technology, isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe because you are 25 forever, maybe they've invented... Like, entertainment and stuff would be really popular, wouldn't it? Because people who were rich would need something to do with all of their time because they're not working. Mm. So maybe, you know, it's just the same way as this world, isn't it? Whatever people need, the person that's providing that. Gets all that time. I don't know, it's a bit we. It's a bit of a strange one, I suppose. It's just a bit of a strange one because it would be... I suppose that's the problem, isn't it? Because it is an allegory. It's a, a big gaping hole. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite stand up to scrutiny when you think about it, but it's but it's an interesting idea that you could trade time very well. How would law and order work in this world? Well, as you said, which is quite interesting, they just they don't send you to jail; they just take time off you. From what I can gather, maybe they do. Maybe they. Or do maybe it's just what you can have. You can go to jail, but or you can just have time taken off you, depending on the severity of your crime. I imagine. But I suppose isn't it the same? If you've got a hundred years on your arm, and they want you to serve. 50 years to life just take 50 years off you yeah you've just lost 50 years of your life yeah do you think oh, would it make murder less important though because let's say somebody you look at their arm and their arm says they have 7 years left to live and you kill them you can take that 7 years yeah well could, yeah, could you be like well in court they only had 7 years left to live anyway when I killed them so I can't get a life sentence that's not like for like they had seven years to live. Yeah, I had seven. I'll, I'll I'll sacrifice seven years. But that's that's unfair because it, it can. They could keep topping it yeah, up or whatever. It's it's not a definitive thing. Maybe you'd have an argument if like that's all you get. And at yeah. twenty five, it clicks on. Oh, and that's it now. Like in um, in Hang the DJ, that Black Mirror episode where they just get told how much time they have. Yeah. Then maybe you could say, oh, but you know, I didn't really kill him because he only had like ten minutes left to live. Yeah. But I don't think you could do that in this world. It fly. I think it'd be worse. I think murder would be a thousand times worse because you hypothetically could live forever. Yeah, yeah. If you just kept working, if you just kept doing your minimum wage job or whatever, and they just kept, kept which kept, you know, giving you a few extra hours or something. Yeah. You could essentially live forever. Yeah. So it's yeah. worse. You can die though from accidents and stuff. I wonder if you. Yeah, I suppose your family would inherit your time. Yeah, I suppose so. And what about things like, you know, like now if you have like a parking ticket and they're like, oh, it's like 50 quid or 100 quid or whatever. Imagine this one, like you were down to your last hour or something. You're like, oh, it's okay. I'm going to do a big shift today. I've got to do this thing and I'm going to get an extra like year's worth of life. And then you've got a parking ticket and it costs like 90 minutes or something. You'd be like, oh no, this parking ticket is going to kill me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose everyone would be so much stricter because... You'd have to. You'd have yeah, if they to. don't have money. If the if time's the only currency, all fines. Imagine you had an overdue library book and it pushed you over. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, we're going to charge you fifteen minutes or something. You're like, no, I've only got twelve minutes left to live. Especially if the book was like how to make more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sweet, sweet irony. I think though, in this film, one of the ways they they deal with that is they have like zones, and you can only cross into a certain zone if you're a certain amount of time. 
So they basically segregate the pork completely away. And I wonder if what that means is that, like, crime can be proportionately punished. Yes, yes. So, like, if you're a rich person who commit a crime, you get a lot more taken off you because you have more. Yeah. Than a poor person who would only have... Yeah, I suppose they would, you'd have to do it as a percentage when you're like, oh, this crime is 10% of your life left, whatever your life, remaining life is. Yeah, is that weird to think that, sorry, the apartment building you'd live in would be determined by how much time you had and stuff? Mm. You know? It's kind of, sorry, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, a little bit like that Black Mirror one we were talking about a few weeks ago, where the likes determine, your Facebook likes determine um, yeah. your standing in society. Yeah, God, that'd be weird. That'd be so weird because you'd be, and also you're paying things with your life. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like giving blood or something to pay for something. You're kind of going, all right, well, I've got, you know, a year's worth of life but I need to pay on my rent and the rent's going to cost me nine months or something so you'd have to pay the nine months and go I'm down to three months oh, life. Yeah, do you think you'd literally pay for how long you lived in the apartment maybe if you pay like for a day you give them a day yeah but then some apartments it'd, be, it'd cost you two days for a day mm-hmm. and some apartments would cost you five days for a day so that's weird it's a, it's a hard one I wonder what people would be like because of it if they would be more considerate to each other because the, the moment of death is looming at all times. Yeah, it would have to make everybody very... Um, it would have a massive effect on your psyche, wouldn't it? Like, you'd be, all, you'd be dealing in death, life and death, every moment of every day. Because you'd be very aware that, oh, I've just taken so much time off this person's life. And not just you, you'd be able to constantly see your children's... Yeah. And your family and friends as, as well. And how do you feel, you know, if you go into, you know, I think it would make people like hate each other. It'd break down all society because you'd be in the situation where you'd have like your, your child or something and someone would be like, oh, that costs, you know, three days worth of life. And you're like, you're going to take three days of life off my kid because you want, and they're like, yeah, you know. And... Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because also it would mean that in a weird way. Yes, some people could live forever, but for other people, time would be the most sacred thing ever because they'd be constantly working for it. So you might find that, like, you'd have to have policemen that were kind of Judge Dredd. Yeah. That would have to, at that moment, decide for you because you don't want to go through lengthy yeah. processes because you can't make time and you're losing time. It's like a double whammy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, everything would have to be done instantaneously because they'd be like, well... We don't have time to delay anything because that's literally all we have is oh, time. This world would be full of puns. <laughs> just, just constant. Yeah, just it would be. I was so, I was so convinced then when you were saying that, like that you were going to say, do you think people would worship clocks? <laughs> because at some point you'll always say, will people worship whatever it is that the law, that this weird rule of our world is? No, but celebrities in this world would be the person who had the most time, surely. Why? Because they would just like they would be a celebrity, show their arm, and it would be like a thousand years, and they would be like, <gasps> oh, I see. You mean I? I th- you mean that people who have lots of time would be celebrities, yeah. not celebrities would be people who have lots of time. Because then you're... Because I was like, that's it. That's all they do. It's just like... Do you know what I mean? No, that's what I mean. 
If there's a rich person and you never know what they do, yeah. but they do like photo shoots and they're just showing you their time and it says like a thousand years, you'd be like, whoa! Yeah, the, the, yeah but, <laughs> but they would be celebrities because they had lots of time. Yes. But other people would be celebrities because they were funny or because they were, you know, they were good actors or whatever, or I sportsmen. <laughs> I <Yeah>. suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the other way around rather than... The only people who would be famous would be because they have lots of time or vice versa. Well, do you think as well, if you've got the technology to genetically stop people aging, that you'd have the technology to like heal people really fast if they do injure themselves? Yeah, you'd think so. Like a car accident or something. Yeah, they'd just put you back together again and you'd be fine. Yeah. Just heal you. Oh, it's so weird. If you could, if you could live as 25 for like 100 years, you'd try everything. You'd be covered in tattoos and then have them taken off you and stuff, because I imagine that would be quite easy in this world by yeah. the time this technology happens. Mm. But they never mentioned nanobots in the film, by the way. I just thought that... You just assumed that was how it worked. Yeah, because why would a whole world allow a government to genetically engineer human beings? Yeah, yeah, and it's... it's... You'd have to be chemical warfare, basically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they dispersed nanobots into the air, and they just invaded everyone, and they were like, right, guys, you all need to know this is happening now. This is just the way it is This now. is how it is. And if you want that time, you got to work for it. And people could be like, no, we're going to fight it. Be like, great. What's your name? Boo! We'll just turn you off. Yeah, we'll turn you off. We'll take all your time off you, and we'll take it off your kids too. How do you fight that? Oh, shit. That's a good point. There was nothing you could do about that. So I think the nanobots adds a cool... Because it is an electrical display on their arm as well, so... God, imagine that. Imagine a world where the government could just do that. Just keep putting nanobots in everybody and they go, now, if you ever you ever say someone. anything against the government, if you ever do anything, we'll just press this button and turn you off. Yeah, because, like, say they were a wanted criminal, no matter where they are, you just, like, deactivate just them. You don't have to kill them. You just have to knock them out. Go find them. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Ugh, and, like all it. the, and they'll know where everybody is because you have nanobot, nanobots in you. So you could just be like, well, there's, there's their nanobots. It would be like a tracking system inside you, wouldn't it? Like being chipped. Oh, I like it. Don't like it at all. No. <laughs> sounds very scary. This is one of those worlds that is a dystopian utopia, depending very much on where you are in society. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I Can th- you live knowing other people are just dying? Yeah, it'd be, pre- it'd, be, it'd be pretty awful, even if you were, even if you were rich. You know, time rich. Don't you think, like, people would just go out of their way, though, to give out time to people? You know, like how Bill Gates gave away 99.9% of his fortune. Well, he's going to, yeah. When he passed away. Surely, like, you'd get people that did that. People would just go, I've lived for 200 years, I'm done. I've got a million years saved up. I'm just going to give it out to people. Yeah, absolutely. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'd like to think for the longer you live, the wiser you become. Yeah. It's unavoidable. <sighs> Sorry, we're both yawning. <laughs> it's unavoidable to come, become wiser, surely. Right? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. You, as you as you got older, you would... But then you're not getting older, I suppose, but you're, you you would get wiser, wouldn't you? Um, so what would they say instead of getting older? Yeah, I don't know. You were just... You were... I don't know. Taking. Taking. Ticking. Oh, ticking. <laughs> Just ticking away. Progressing. You're very progressed. You're like, I'm yes, a progressive I'm very, person. I'm very progressive. <laughs> okay. Well, would you live there? 
No. No, I'm the same. No. Not even if you said, oh yeah, but you can be one of the people that has like a thousand years. Yeah, it's, it doesn't seem... There's, there's lots about it I can't really wrap my head around, which makes it difficult for me to sort of agree or disagree to it, but... Living I'd, forever only appeals if everyone can. Yeah, kind of. Everyone should be able to, or it's going to be... You're going to lose people who you like and stuff, in which case, yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like this idea. This It makes me feel very uncomfortable. So it's a dystopia, right? I think so. Yeah, it's a dystopia. I think it's a dystopia. Dystopia future. Any sort of world where they're like, "Yep, yeah, everyone's immortal now," and they go, "Yeah," and we're gonna artificially murder you and make you work like slaves. That can't be a good place, can it? I think it sounds great. Yeah. I don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am a bit of a softy. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, what movie is this supposed like? Which I normally ask you, but it's very obvious. I don't know. In time. Yeah. Okay. Um, is the I'm trying to think Logan's of Run. Logan's Run. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, kind of 984 because the government would have to be controlling every yeah of your life. Yeah. Uh, maybe, a, yeah. That's, a, that's about it. Minor, minority Watch. Report. Bernard's Watch. What's that? Bernard's Watch was a TV show. A British TV show when I was younger and you had to watch and press it and stop time. Oh. Go around and do what you wanted. And restart time again. Oh, okay. It's nothing like that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> My annoyance and stuff like that is always dumb. That's another thing. Stopping time is a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna stop that because that might be a, a futurist episode. Of stopping time. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So, where the hell can we find you? Oh nowhere. No nowhere. Nowhere. You still nowhere. I'm still nowhere. <laughs> I really like it in nowhere. <laughs> well, if you want to find us, you can find us at drinks underscore dystopia on twitter um we tweet a lot on there and tell you guys what's going on especially if we're going to miss a week um or you can send us an email um drinks and dystopia at hotmail.com we we have missed a few weeks haven't we a week or two it's been two weeks two weeks yeah we've been very very busy haven't we but on the plus side we do this podcast for fun so Anyone mind? Tanya was so close to telling you to just deal with it, <laughs> but she couldn't bring, herself, couldn't bring herself to do it. Too polite. We got some beautiful little sad gifts from people when I said we were posting it. Oh, some crying stitches in the rain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's broken my heart. I know. And we have some special guests lined up. We're I'm gonna... last. Oh, I'm last. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have some special guests lined up that hopefully will uh, come and talk some nonsense with us. Yes, 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 yes. It's we we probably do need somebody else's input because I think it'd be good to see somebody else's perspective on these sorts of things because I think we probably go down similar routes with most of these ideas. I think me and you have very similar ideas as well. We're not exactly uh, yeah opposite ends of any scale, are we? No, we apart we, from height. Yes, very much so on that one. <laughs> Lee is much taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where we are opposite. Yeah, but we, I think we do sort of, we, we, we think along similar pathways, dependent, you know. The lazy ones. Yes, yes, the most obvious ones. And we watch the same films, so we have the same yeah. references. No, we definitely will. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking to me. Yeah, thank you for your time. See you to step in. It's a plastic cup. It's a plastic cup as well. <laughs> That's not good. Oh.